Hello and welcome to the AIS training hall for tonight's matchup between the AIS and the all-conquering Adelaide Lightning. I think it is their championship to lose in 2007-2008. Craig Ravel with you for AIS Basketball on sportradio.com.au. Joined tonight by Simon Peters. And Simon, it was an awesome effort last night that you witnessed and it is going to be a big hurdle for the AIS to get over. Yeah, uh, I think the, the Capitals uh, were feeling pretty confident going into that game. I mean, the, of course, the, the terrible news in the past week or so, the Capitals losing Kel Abrams for the rest of the season. But then they were gifted with the news that uh, Aaron Phillips wasn't going to be playing last night. Um, pretty much two of the more, more dominant players in both of those teams. So you would have thought that that might have evened things out. But as it turned out, the Capitals had a shocking shooting night. They really couldn't buy a basket, uh, particularly early in the game. And... Um, one thing I think where Adelaide really dominated is just their size. They're a, they're a big team. Uh, Tracy Gahan is um, deceptively quick. I think that hurt the Capitals a lot last night. But um, what happened was Gahan was getting herself onto Bibby or Hurst mm -hmm. or Bevilacqua where there was such a size mismatch and that's why we were seeing Peter Sinclair playing so much tonight. Yeah. Capitals have a, a different team structure than this AIS team. Ten players that have a good mix of heights and it's going to be harder for Adelaide to get those mismatches that they were experiencing last night against Canberra. And Adelaide did work very hard last night. We, you've got to factor that into tonight's game that they uh, worked hard, they had a tough game. You know, it ended up cruising away to victory in the end, but still, um, you know, we've seen this AIS team, they've become a bit of a giant killer this season. We've seen them take out some big teams. We have indeed. I spoke to both the coaches, starting with the coach of Adelaide first up. Vicky, an important game tonight just to make sure the momentum that your team has had is continuing into the finals now. Yeah, that's right. Every game's important. We don't treat any opposition any differently. We just want to get this win tonight. When you look at, uh, what is it, 18 weeks ago, you weren't the head coach of a WNBL team. It's been a, a fantastic first season. Yeah, I've really enjoyed it so far. Let's hope it continues. Tonight, Erin not warming up. Uh, obviously, you're going to rest your staff for next week and uh, the finals ahead. Yeah, she'll be uh, ready to go for the game, but uh, we'll see. Same as last night, we'll see how we go. It obviously was uh, a great feeling to get a solid performance like that. Even when the Caps had the lead, your team still looked so composed and looked like the better team out there. Well, I don't know about that, but yeah, we had some composure out there. They're a pretty professional group, so we pride ourselves on that. You were able to give... Uh, uh, Harley and also uh, Gahan a bit of rest too towards the end of the game which is important on a double header. Yeah I think so especially you know, not even 24 hours between games so to give them that extra bit of rest we'll make sure they're ready for tonight. Well good luck. Thank you. Well Dean Kinson, uh, an interesting game tonight. Adelaide you have uh, given some good runs to but haven't been able to get the points. Their form would indicate that uh, it's going to be a big job. Oh certainly is. Uh, both times we've played and we've had really good halves in each game like you said, we haven't been able to sustain it for four quarters. And when they put a space on us, they've really done it pretty quickly. So, uh, you know, we've got to be ready to play 40 minutes tonight. We're without me and Yuli tonight, so that's going to hurt us a little, you know, in our, in our rotation. But it gives opportunity for everyone to step up and come up to the, you know, come up to the plate. You already have a lot of the girls for next year in camp watching. What have you been telling them to look for, knowing that you're going to lose all that experience next year? Certainly little things like looking at the tempo of the game, uh, the physicality, where where uh, our girls are at the moment and where they are and then how that transition will happen for them so they can 
get that realisation. Uh, we're looking at the quality of the opposition that they're against, what type of things they do. Um, it's a really good education process, and we're glad that we've got them in for that month in between, which is a really good transition period for us. And certainly, we do lose a lot of experience and a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of depth. Also tonight, uh, Beckshat still on the sideline, and a, a couple of players not ready to suit up tonight. Yeah, look, Shatsy's got one of these real long-term situations. She's probably going to be the best part of 12 months before she actually gets right, which was really disappointing and frustrating for her. Uh, me and Yuli just tweaked her ankle during the week on Wednesday, and she was 50-50 for tonight, but she'll be right for next week. Um, you know, we decided to go in with 10. We've got a couple of others that we could have brought in, but we just want to really respect the girls who've been here for the last two years and give them the opportunity to step up, and, and that's the way we're going to approach it tonight. All the best. Thanks very much. Both teams out on the floor now for tonight's match. It's Whittle Foley, Camino, Gahan and Marino up against the home team of Tolo in the centre. Francis out there, Hunt, Martin and also Esri. Coach, as you heard Coach Kinsman saying, it's the second last game for this lineup, and uh, with only Katie Gaze and uh, Stephanie Cumming staying in the AS program from this team, it is going to be a huge, huge change. He's gone with the girls that have been with him for two and three years now to give them an opportunity. Jump ball in the centre, it's tapped away, Tolo gets the jump over Whittle, backs it back to Esri, and she will give it to Hunt, who goes left side. Around the arc now, into the hands of Martin, then to Hunt. Hunt goes across to Martin, who has a good three-point look. She was warming up by herself there at the end uh, before they went back into the sheds. That was the spot. She took 45 degrees outside the arc, and the AS lead 3-0. She was wide open there. That will be a a concern straight off for Adelaide. Martin puts a hand on Gahan as she was driving in for the layup, and that will be the foul, and it will be the Adelaide ball. Oh, sorry, it will be Gahan going to the line because she was on the layup step. So, first personal foul for Nikita Martin. Gahan making the first. Second on its way now. And it is good. And it's three points to two. AIS with the lead currently. Working around into the front half. Good pressure by Adelaide there. Hunt gives it to Martin. Esri on the 45. Goes to Francis just inside the arc who goes back to Hunt. Hunt's layup was off the backboard, but Tolo was there to do the put-in. Yeah, great teamwork there. Tolo saw Hunt driving in on two two of the calls there and thought, well, she might need some back up here and was in exactly the right place to pick up the board. Camino now, bounce pass over to Marino, top of the key. Gahan didn't look ready, but she was all by herself. That gave her a chance to put up the shot. It wasn't good. Francis's outlet pass, though, is intercepted by Gahan and Gahan will finish it off, this time with the layout. She's the player of the moment at the moment, Tracy Gahan. Oh, it's 7-4 by my stats here. No, it's not. It's 5-4. That two points went to the AAS on the scoreboard. Does the matter? Nicole Hunt will put the layup in and she goes to her first two points for the game. Now it's 7-4 on the scoreboard, the correct score. Just Foley out in the left-hand wing, puts up a three-point shot. It's no good. Hunt just collects the rebound off the bounce. Brings the ball up now for the Institute. Swings it middle to Martin. Martin over to Ebsry on the right-hand wing. Looking to get it into Francis. Francis really hasn't had much of a touch of it. She puts a three, doesn't need to go inside. Just drops a three from outside. 
Marino bringing the ball back now as she puts two fingers in the air. Goes to Gahan on the right 45. Over the top. Oh, Camino was taking position, but Evsery gets into her back there, and that was just a uh, careless foul on the inbound ball. Timeout called by the Adelaide Link Lightning. So an interesting early timeout here. We're only two minutes into the game, Simon. Yeah, it's um, interestingly too, the the usual dominant scorers of, of this AIS team are currently not, they haven't really been involved. I mean, it's early games. It's not even two minutes into the game yet. But um, you normally see Kayla Francis and Mariana and Marina Tolo, sorry, in there. The scoring in, we saw Tolo with the pick up there, so she will be involved, but it's not the usual sort of scoring opportunities for the AIS, but I mean, that's where they've become a lot deeper this year and where they've become a lot more of a threat to other teams is that they don't have that just one or two scorers doing all the damage for them now. They, they can shirt around, their guards can have big nights, their beaks can have big nights. Their guards and bigs can have big nights. So, you know, they've really become a very well-rounded team. Well, it's 9-4 here at the training hall as... I'll check that. 11-4 here at the training hall. Yeah. The, it just as soon as they called play in, it uh, went to 11-4. Now, the internet's saying 11-4. Yeah, the, the scoring system out here won't actually add points on while the, while the clock, clock stopped. stopped. Yes, so that's right. That's why the second they started the clock, the two points jumped in. Yeah, whilst the internet had already got ahead of the scoreboard here. Foley to bring in the ball now from the baseline. Goes to Camino. Camino over the top to Whittle. Whittle turns in the paint. Tolo. Good defence. It was great defence. Tolo got pushed out the way by Harley's elbows. No <laughs> call on the play and Harley gets the two. Harley and Tolo just having a good push-me-shove-you match down in the front court now as Hunt goes across to Esri. Esri on the 45, drives into Tolo. Mm. Oh, the handoff, but they just all collapsed in on Tolo. She was in a four-on-one and Kur got the ball stripped away. Foley brings it down. Tolo gets a touch on the pass to Camino. She pulls it back in on the right-hand side. Whittles top of the key. Then it's Marino on the left 45. Goes back to Gahan. Gahan to take on Francis. Dumps back to Foley. Foley drives in. Whittles there. And it was just Tolo getting frustrated there, slapping the arms. That, uh, that Those points come in courtesy of that great drive and dish there from Foley. Mariana Tolo wasn't, wasn't sure where to go there and she made the hedge at uh, Foley. Foley dished a little from the hip pass to, to Jenny Whittle and she was able to, to get in even though Tolo came across. Had to essentially foul her in the end because she was out of position. Whittle makes the bonus and it's back to an 11-9 ball game here at the training hall. 7 minutes and 18 seconds. Nicole Hunt now bringing the ball up for the Institute under a little pressure. Not looking in too much trouble. Brings the dive down into the middle of the key. Ooh, lost sight of the of who she was passing to there. I think she sort of fell onto one leg, but whoa, Renee Camino kicked, scooped the ball up and pretty much went coast to coast for an easy two. It's Hunt yeah. again now with the ball for the Institute. They're looking to run their plays, get their offense going. It's 11 all. Tied up. Step coming, coming with a three point shot is good. Francis put Camino to the ground that time outside the arc. Yeah, there'll be a bit of that. I think tonight it's going to be a, a physical encounter. Camino takes on coming, then goes back to wait. Oh, Gahan gets her defensive player, Martin, away from the basket. She doesn't make the shot. Harley, in the end, gets the ball, tries to dump it into the hard cut 
of Foley. The turnover's affected. Hunt brings it down. Martin sets up for three, and Foley just with a very, very late shot on the arm. But it was right at the time the ball release went. So you saw the release, and it just went bang and shot off on a separate direction. She's going to shoot for three. So uh, it's handy, handy set of free throws here. If she knocks them all down, it'll put the institute out by six. Oh, she gave that plenty of loop then. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it was going to pull up a, a right on the front of the iron, but it managed to uh, work its way through. Ooh, second no, one bounced away. Around. She once again gave that plenty of air. That's and good. makes the third. So the AAS 16 lead Adelaide 11 here with six minutes and ten seconds. Foley switches over to Camino on the right-hand side. Dumps it. Oh, another cross-court pass picked off by the Institute. Kayla Francis hunts to Martin driving in the right-hand lane. Easy, almost like a, th a uh, three-man weave drill there for the AIS. And Martin goes to seven points for the game. Camino pull-up jumper from the right-hand side is good. And it's 18-13. Hunt now bringing the ball up. Just trying to set stuff up. They're looking to run through their... Offensive set to the AIS. She's got the ball at the top of the key. Oh, pulls up for a... Oh, it's an air ball in the end. I don't know that that's what they were after. Dean Kinsman querying his charges about uh, what went wrong there. But um, I think he's asking that... He's saying that the shot... There was a deflection off the shot. Well... It certainly was an uncharacteristic shot for Hunt. It really never looked like they'd been making the ring. Considering he's the girl that makes hard court. <laughs> <laughs> as uh, the AIS... Uh, well, we go back into defence. 5.30 left to go in the quarter. And Woosnam comes in for her first minutes. Great drive from Foley. She dished Camino. Couldn't drop. Went out to Gahan. She's dropped it back into Camino for a little mini skyhook. Two points. 18 to 15 now. The AIS leading. Hunt with the ball again to Francis. Left-hand side over to coming through to Hunt. Down to Nikita Martin. She drops it into Francis in the post. Dishes it to Hunt. He's driving down the middle of the key almost on her own. There was no defence on her. Not sure who's got that defensive assignment, but uh, Adelaide are going to have to look at that. A wild drive into the key at the other end and a, an ill-advised little dump-off pass there from Camino. Pretty much just goes straight out of bounds. So the AIS are causing them some headaches. An important rotation here too. Tolo coming out as Harley sits down. And, oh, putting... Uh, Camino, uh, to putting White Line Fever, I should say, who's just checked in, Rebecca Duke, into the game. Francis now, top of the key on the foul line and drawing the foul out of Tracy Gahan. Gahan put her hand up straight away there. She knows that, uh, that she's going to have a difficult assignment trying to defend Kayla Francis tonight. Francis is, as we know, she's a, a great size and she is quick off that first step. Mm. And she gets that advantage with that first step on the drive. She's almost impossible in the one-on-one -on -one to get in front of. Cumming gets the ball eventually from Hunt, who got the inbound pass, but Cumming's pass to Langford is too hot, and it will be Gahan doing the clean-up, gives it immediately to Woosnam. Woosnam playing in the one just uh, surprises me immensely. I know she can do it, but, gee, you've got Jess Marnie there. I would have thought Woosnam in the two and Marnie in the one. Yes, but, it's, um, it's just testimony to the depth that's in that Adelaide team, that you've got players that can step up and, and play in various roles and positions and you know as a, well as a point guard myself I'm always biased but I think that's probably the most important spot on the court so you are uh, it's, it's quite a luxury to have the likes of Phillips 
Marnie and you've got Woosnam there who can step into that one role. Should say that we don't expect Phillips to play tonight, even though Vicky Volk said that she was ready to go if needed. She didn't warm up in the uh, pre-game, so it's not much chance of her playing. As Martin thinks about the three, drives baseline on Duke, gets mugged, Duke and Camino, you could raffle that. They all had hands all over it, and she'll go to the line. Seven points for Nikita Martin, who goes to the line to shoot two. Five points for Nicole Hunt, and then three apiece for the uh, Francis and also for Steph Cumming. As we look, seven, uh, six points already up for Rene Camino. Five to, uh, five to Harley. Nikita Martin, nice in both those free throws. So AIS leads 21 to 15. Sam Woosnam with the ball now under quite a bit of trouble. AIS are doing a great job defensively. Kennedy. And off to Camino. Just too quick there for uh, Jamie it Kennedy. Jamie it was. Kennedy really having to backpedal hard. She was really running backwards, trying to, to get in the way of a, uh, a full flight for Renee Camino. And Camino has an amazing drive. So Kennedy did a, a good job to stick with her as long as she did. And long enough to uh, give her a bump that was eventually the call. And Camino puts in the first. Puts the second off the iron, and it doesn't fall in. Didn't have that shooter's roll there, Simon. And the AAS will set up once again with 3 minutes and 38 seconds left to go on the first turn. AAS looking committed here, and they've had a chance to scout this Adelaide side, which would not have hurt it at all. Hunt, well, she was stationary for a long time without bouncing it. Tried to drive baseline, then dump it to uh, Francis. Francis goes to Woosnam. As, uh, oh, Woosnam goes long pass down the court, Kristen Veer-like. Eventually, <laughs> although Langford got in the way of it, it went to Camino, who gets it to White Line Fever, and she will get her first points of the game. I make it 22-21 here, as Dean Kinsman calls a timeout. This is where Adelaide are dangerous. We saw now in, in this uh, rotation that they've got on the floor, they're able to put Renee Camino on the Cole Hunt. We saw them do it against Natalie Hurst last night. Uh, a player that's athletic and also probably three or four inches at least taller than those girls in the point guard spot make it very difficult for the likes of... I mean, Hunt and Hurst are, are very similar players. Uh, they like that, that drive and dish. They like to penetrate. But against a player that's as quick and athletic as Renee Camino, it's a very big ask. We saw Natty Hurst have a, a, a good night in the end last night, but through periods of the game, really struggled with that contest, mainly with against Camino. So it'll be interesting to see. Once again, it was because Adelaide were able to get the height mismatches there. Yeah. Of course, the Capitals were one medium player down, one, three, one two, three or three, four player yep. that is a, that is a uh, tall. And uh, arguably the best defender in the team as well. Well, th- well... And that's Best that's defender over uh, Tracy Bev- uh, Tully Bevelacqua. That is a huge call. Yeah, Tully one-on-one with a player of her size, hands down, it would mm. be Tully. But that's, that's the strength that Kel Abrams has. She can play, defend guards, she can defend forwards as well. She's a smart defender and she's very, very versatile. Martin almost trapped in the backcourt. Eventually some fancy footwork. Gets Humphrey. She sees the parting of the Red Unlucky. Sea then. But the jump, sh- jump shot from the... Uh, Free throw line doesn't fall. Gayhan cleans it up once again. And it will be Adelaide who do the building. 
21-18 is the score. I gave it wrong before. Martin gets a hand in on the inbound pass to Gahan. Gives it to Kennedy. Kennedy stops at Camino. Gives it back to Hunt. Hunt and Camino, they just need to uh, probably run one more rotation there because Hunt and Camino isn't a good mismatch there. Is a mismatch in height, I mean, and it's going Adelaide's way. Martin gets Great it on the baseline. Drive. Oh, it was white line fever with a block shot. Hunt comes up, picks up the spillage outside oh. to Langford. Langford shot doesn't fall, and Duke comes back with it. Camino will have the ball in her hand in the end, and there was nothing that Langford could do. She just couldn't get both feet stationary as the time Camino was going at the ball. Rotations now, Tolo, Esri, and coming. And, uh, well, I'm surprised they're leaving Francis there because there isn't a small out there that she matches up, well, speed-wise she matches up well with Camino, but height-wise Camino's got it all over her. Yeah, the, um, the AIS are going to have to try to find a way to get Kayla Francis a bit more involved in this game. We've really only seen her off this, uh, this pop-out three that she took about midway through this quarter. Hasn't been able to take any paint at the not moment. Not a lot, not a lot. And I think Adelaide have done a good job of, of denying that entry pass to her. AOS need to figure out a way to get her more involved. Well, it's a, well, a bit of a scramble defence here at the moment. As oh, Hunt once again wrong foots the Adelaide side. The pass this time is bumped by Langford. And Langford's looking like she hasn't had enough time out there and just uh, sort of at sixes and sevens at the moment. Yeah, come out into a game of this intensity, you need to... Uh, to fire up pretty quickly. Speak of the devil, there's Natty Hurst and Jess Bibby come down to do some scouting before the finals. <laughs> Camino, nice right-handed jump shot in heavy traffic on the baseline and Adelaide take the lead, 22-21 with a minute 30 left to go in the quarter. So this is better now, uh, Rebecca Duke on Hunt, that's a better matchup than Adelaide are in a zone, so AOS just need to move the ball around. Tell you what, Langford looks like she's got a black eye and she didn't have that start in the game. Oh, Hunt, that was a very oh, hard pass into yes. the chest of Tolo, but she was good enough to get the ball and put it back in. 23-22, one minute and eight seconds, Adelaide in the front court. Rebecca Duke in the low post against Hunt. There's that mismatch that Adelaide do so well. Oh, this time. Barreled into the back of Hunt there, but no foul. She goes full length of the court. <laughs> no one picked her up and she's able to make a little running right-handed layup. Gets him a three-point lead going into the last minute of the first term. Camino dumps over the top to Woosnam. Woosnam back to Camino. Then it's back to Whittle. It's white line fever. Cross-court to Woosnam who drives baseline. Has to stop it coming. Gee, she bumped coming hard. Hunt but Hunt gets in the way again. Hunt, wrong-footing Duke. Pulls up on the 45. Puts a wide pass out for Esri who sets oh. herself for the three. Doesn't fall. Woosnam takes the rebound and gives it immediately to Gahan. 21 seconds. Gahan holds it up in the front court. Sam Woosnam with the ball for Adelaide, just hands it off to Camino. They're going to slow things down and run an offensive play. She's got Ebsery guarding her. Looks to bring it across right-hand side. Trying to work a screen. Doesn't happen, but there's that acceleration. Oh, Bailed again. out in the end there by uh, Langford. Really didn't need to That's come across. That's her second personal too for Emma Langford. Yeah, she really didn't need to come across. Ebsery was there. She didn't have a contain, but had certainly forced... Camino deep onto the baseline and I don't know that they really needed to double team that. Camino's going to take them all night from the free throw line. She's 12 points already. We saw that acceleration she had. She just curled around the top of the key there and then just throws it up a gear. As inbound pass 
Hunt gets it over into the half. Now, oh, she throws up another Hail Mary. And, uh, well, not good play by the AS there. Hunt <laughs> tried to put in a half-court shot when she had players open before she uh, had that pass. She's going. Kind of a bit infamous for that uh, half-court half shot, I think. Yeah. But... Um, um, that's a, if you're Dean Kinsman and you're, you're the AIS, you're going to be very happy with that quarter. That's a, um, I wouldn't say that the AIS had a terrific quarter. They, they were good and they were competent. They certainly weren't as commanding as we've seen them throughout this season, yet they're up 25 to 24 at uh, quarter time, so a good result. Adelaide, yeah, just they do look a little bit tired, I've got to say. They look a little bit like last night's game, whilst it, you know, it was a dominant performance might have taken something out of them. So I think this will be, uh, I guess, the thing with Adelaide and with the, with the pedigree and the amount of players they've got there, you know that they've got the ability to go the entire 40 minutes. Um, as with any AIS team, that's always the big question. Uh, although when you get to the stage where you've got a group like this that's been together two and some of them three seasons together, that doesn't become such an issue. But... It's, it's one of those little things that always sits there at the back of your mind. Yep. And I, I, look, this team that is uh, out there that Dean Kinsman got now has uh, really reminded me at times of the 2002 AIS team, which it's safe to say were underachievers. Jess Marnie, Shelley Hammonds, Carly Wilson, yeah. Kelly... Uh, no, sorry, not Carly Wilson. Kelly Wilson. Um, you know, the, the list goes on and on. Yep. And... Uh, they didn't make finals that year under uh, Phil Brown, and they, they really should have because they were a third-year group again. Laura Summerton was in that group. Yeah, and Carly Wilson was in that group too, I think. Yep. Um, yeah, Carly Wilson and Kelly Wilson were both in that group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, and I think, to my mind, this group is a little bit the same. They have had nine wins, but I, I expected them to actually uh, force for finals. That said... Two extra teams, and it's been a very close game. Yep. Adelaide start us off here with Camino Foley, Gahan, Whittle, and Woosnam. AIS have got Francis Tolo, coming, Esri, and Hunt. Ooh, a lot of contact in there, Gahan. Gahan and uh, I'm just seeing who that was. Steph coming down in there. Knocked to the floor. It's going to end up being Mariana Tolo picking up her second personal. Martin comes into the game now for coming. Very quickly for coming after 13 seconds. So I'm not sure she she did fall pretty hard in that contest. But Gahan now on the line makes the first of a free throw, so ties it up at 25 all. Interesting that Adelaide is starting with Gahan, Camino, Woosnam, Whittle, and Foley. It's probably arguably their their strongest lineup. With Phillips And uh, they take the lead too. Camino makes the second of the free throws. Esri now goes to Hunt. Oh, Camino gets a hand in on it. That means Hunt has to check and moves. Esri goes on the left side, then back to Hunt. Eventually, as it went inside to Francis, then out. The inbound pass got away. The outbound pass got away from Hunt, and Foley took it up. Woosnam right side, left side is Camino. Camino that time. Oh, threw it wide. Everyone from the AAS gave up on it. Woosnam was able to bring it in eventually. Baseline. Yeah, Yeah, she pulled it off the baseline. Got it inside to Foley, and Foley lost control of the ball, but it hit Hunt before it went to the baseline. Twelve seconds on the shot. She flicks it out the top of the key to Woosnam. Classic Jen Whittle there, just at the about a twelve foot turnaround. Classic Jen Whittle there, just at the about a 12-foot turnaround jump shot. 
Nicole Hunt with the ball now. Camino wrong-footed for a second, but catches her up pretty quickly. Martin flicks it right to Ebsery, back to Hunt. Back to the top of the key, Kayla Francis. We need to get her involved, the AIS. She goes to the baseline now as Ezri just has to work away from Foley. She got, tra- Ooh, yeah. Yeah. She got trapped by Woosnam and Foley that time, and that's just when she just had a slide. Yeah, yeah, just were able to... Uh, you saw Woosnam just a big hedge at the ball. It was enough to... you know, It wasn't going to steal the ball, it wasn't going to stop her, but it was enough to force her into the travel. There's the ball, Foley... Working on the 45. Gahan gives a screen. Dump off the screen. On the right lane now. And great work. Pass. Oh, Francis. She oh, had a hand in unlucky. there. And she knew it straight away. As soon as she heard the whistle, she was getting her first personal foul. But uh, it was disappointing because there was nothing she could do when she had a hand in there. Uh, the only place to go with it was, of course, to... Um, it was going to knock uh, Harley's arm, and Harley's smart enough to know if there's a hand there. <laughs> She'll get a uh, knock on it. Working around the arc, it goes outside to Gahan, inside to oh, uh, Whittle. Cala Francis makes up with the steal. She's on one-on-one oh. with Harley, who grabbed her and had the big reach in as well. And it was just if you missed it last night, we spoke to Harley, and uh, it was a black eye from Angela Marino in training last Tuesday night. <laughs> So if you've seen pictures of... the first time I've heard of players injuring their own team at training. In fact, I think it was Angela Marino on Harley when they were at the Capitals with the same result. Yeah. I know Tracy Beattie got one from her as well. As, uh, well, Francis looks to drive baseline on Gahan, goes outside instead around the perimeter to Hunt, calls up Tolo to put a screen up. It was an effective screen. Hunt goes for three. It's all Bang. Good work by Nicole Hunt. Adelaide doing a great job of, of keeping Francis out of the game. Kate Gaze, her first personal. Hasn't been in the game for that long too there, Simon. Just a little overzealous on the uh, defence as Jess Foley is bringing the ball up at the court for Adelaide. So Foley will inbound from halfway mark to Marino. She's back in. Hunt looking after her. Tell you what, this is a game for the purists. Both teams shooting at above 59%. AIS 59 and Adelaide is shooting at 60. Backcourt violation, so good D once again from the AIS. Talk us through that. Adelaide's passing is not good. They're doing a lot of just drive and almost blind passing, expecting players to be there. They've had three or four turnovers off it. Ooh, Marino gets a hand in the inbound pass, unable to uh, secure it to get the layup, but Adelaide now has control. Over the top, it's Woosnam to Gahan, another intercept. Wow. And this time Francis gets hands in again. Martin stops on the half. Gaze, she will go back to Martin now. They work around as uh, Hunt is trying to call some plays there and looks like they're not being responded to as expected. Gaze gets it on the left-hand side, puts up a three-ball net. AIS 31, leading Adelaide 28. Adelaide still look a little bit more composed at this stage, but there's been times where both teams have looked like rabbles. Yeah. And that is probably, one, the pressure from Adelaide on the AAS, and two, the fact that Marino goes to three, rattles off the iron, and the other, the other factor is Gahan slaps it over the baseline out in Keita Martin's hands. The other factor is that uh, Adelaide's coming up after a pretty tough game last night. Yeah. Steph Cumming and uh, Jamie Kennedy coming on for the Institute, and Rebecca Duke coming on for Adelaide. 
31.28, 6 minutes and 48 seconds. Tolo comes down to the top of the key to help out as Kennedy will bring it over the half. No, she stops at the circle, then gives it to Katie Gaze to bring it over. Goes to Cummings. There's plenty of cutting each and every way. Gaze now drives down to the free throw line, puts up the shot. Cummings, athletic. Pulls up the rebound. Gaze will get it back around the perimeter. Cumming goes to Kennedy. Comes back to uh, Cumming now. Oh, Harley puts a hand out there. Cumming. Oh, mm. tried the right-handed jump shot on the left-hand side. And I think Gahan got a tap on the ball. Dean Kinsman asking the question yeah. too. Gahan absolutely Floored cleaned coming. up Steph Cumming. Knocked yep. it flying to the floor. Right in front of the ref. No call. Someone's had to have fouled there. Yeah, Dean Kinsman is just sort of... Asking the question. He wants to know the state of the world. He's going, what the hell? Oh, Harley gets a hand on the pass. It's coming, gets it back as it goes to the edge. On the oh. buzzer, Francis puts up a buzzer beater. She goes back inside. Oh, Francis oh, got the uh, pass. She tried to go herself. Harley rolled to her, so she kicked it to Jamie Kennedy, but Harley was right there to close in on Kennedy. They tried to go back to Francis. Francis lost the handle over the baseline. It was good enterprising prey, though. Five minutes and 53 seconds left as Cumming jumps up in front of a pass going to Whittle just and taps it over the baseline. Francis probably just sort of gone as only well. three or four feet out from the basket. Yeah, just gone strong to the hole. Take Jenny Whittle on. Whittle was out of position. Inbound ball to Duke. Goes to Foley on the baseline. Nice. Bang. Foley hits a long range too. She was just inside the arc. There's full court pressure maintained by Adelaide. Link Lightning. As Kennedy almost lost the handle on it that time. Has to go... Uh, in a zigzag motion over the half, gives it to uh, to Cumming. Cumming layup is nice. Jeez, it was working outside the lane there. Marino now. 33-30 AS with the advantage. Cumming hits it. from Gahan just flicks it out to Duke. Long range two again. Duke had a foot on the line. So, 33-32 as Marino is haranguing Kennedy. Gaze now being watched by Foley. Coming for three off the back of the iron. And Marino gets into the position to take it. Gives it off to Foley. Gayhan. Francis, what was she doing there? She went the ball. So that was fair enough. I mean, there was a foul in the end, but she didn't come up and draw contact. She waited for her to drive and then swatted out the ball, caught her arm in the end. So not a hard foul. Actually, the ball had left her hand. That's not a foul. Not sure whether it was in there. It was kind of hard to tell for us because we're fully down the other end of the floor and a bit of traffic there. But no, but um, I noticed they don't do that very often. And it, the rule says, ball leaves the hand. You can do whatever you like to their arm within the scope of you can't tackle them to the ground. Yeah, it's one of those grey areas where the, but if the ball's in the air, interpretation you're not, and stuff. And you know, a tap on the arm should yeah. be a no call, which that was. Gahan got the point, so... Kayla Francis picks up her second personal... But uh, the AIS are uh, looking like they're not going to go away in a hurry. They're up one point at the moment, 33-32. Adelaide, yeah, they had their strongest group on the floor possible here tonight, the beginning of this quarter. They've gone a little bit weaker now. Jamie Kennedy bringing up the ball with Angela Marino. That's good news for the AIS. Yeah, that's an AIS win, um, that matchup. Absolutely. Marino is just running around like a... a uh, the analogy. I don't want to say chook with his head cut off, but... <laughs> but you did. Yes, but it's, um, it's that, it doesn't bring anything. It's just a lot of 
movement, not a lot of pressure on the ball. Not a bad crowd in tonight, only... Uh, no, there is two bleachers set up on the team side of the court. Four minutes, 56, and Gahan will shoot two. She didn't get that layup. And uh, she makes both, so Adelaide back in front. 34-33, Adelaide shooting at 61%, AIS shooting at 52 this is a great game. Oh, Foley committed. That gave Gazer Lane to the basket. Unfortunately, um, Langford couldn't get the pass to coming. It's intercepted by Gahan, and Gahan brings it down the floor. Goes right side to Marino, then inside to Harley. Harley has got an armbar resting on her back. Nice Gets away spin. from Francis. The spin was good, but she kept it short. Harley tall enough to get over Kennedy, though, and puts it back in. It's 36-33, 4-23. AIS is squandering a few opportunities at the moment, hurting them a bit, but still only down by three. Kennedy just off the screen. Marino picks that badly, sweeps it through. Ooh, some of the AIS passing is now starting to get a bit panicky. We saw Adelaide have, have passed, I think, you know, in the hole, they've passed pretty poorly in this game in general. AIS has been good up until about the last two minutes. They've started to throw, throw away a few... Ball. It's just panic stuff. They just need to be confident, look after the ball, make sure they're delivering that ball to the people they need it to go to. Hunt now, top of the key. Ooh, there it is again. A dubious pass to Francis and easily able... Three seconds. Oh, Hunt gets ooh. the ball from the inbound pass and nails the three! She wasn't even set for that. She just <laughs> turned around off the inbound pass and jacked it up. 36 all. Foley comes down the other end, returns the favour. Foley knows how to hit threes at this court. <laughs> Jess Foley was part of that 2002 team yep, that yep. Uh, I called underachievers. <laughs> They've done well for themselves since they left here. Oh, Kennedy falling over, gets the pass out to Hunt. Hunt Ooh, almost, almost does the, the steal, but Duke settles it down and gives it off to Foley. Right-hand side, Marino thought about setting for the three, goes in, goes back on Martin, runs oh, into heavy trouble. Gahan gets her out of trouble, goes outside to Harley. Harley knocks three. down a three. You've got to love having someone Jenny Whittle size who can just turn around. Well, the AOS do. They've got Carla Francis, so she's able to do that too. AIS now down by six points, 42-36. Yeah, they need to get some offensive scores. They've looked at uh, sixes and sevens a little bit. Hunt's three-pointer, the only score for a while. Now Martin puts up a three-pointer. Yep. Came Duke out of the hand badly. Gets it in the end. It goes immediately to Marino. Marino, again, not taking layups tonight. Or shovel shots, I should say. But why would you when you can get around? Whittle goes to Foley. Foley tries to jack up a three. Now Marino goes in, puts the shovel... And the two points count. I don't know whether it's going to be Kennedy or Hunt that gets called. It's going to be Kennedy. So that's her second personal for Kennedy. Yep. Two minutes 44. Tolo and Esri comes in for Francis and also Kennedy, who sits down. Points. It's 13 to Nicole Hunt. They need to get some more scoring out of Tolo and Francis because Francis got three and Tolo is on four. Has just Marnie been injured? Is that why she's not getting much court time? Well, I haven't spoken to Jess, but we'll have to find out because, mm. uh, yeah, certainly you would think you'd be giving Jess ahead of Woosnam. But again tonight, we've seen Woosnam out on the floor in that point guard position. Gahan crashing into Hunt. Nicole Hunt there. And Hunt's going to be called. Yep, just ensuring that that ball is going nowhere. Picks up a pers first personal. But the AIS are over the limit, so Adelaide in the bonus. Gahan's going to put up the shot. 
This will put him out to 10 points if she knocks down this free throw. So up by 10 now, 46 plays 36. And Ice is the second one, so 11 point break now for Adelaide. That's a handy lead. AIS haven't scored in, in probably three or four minutes. No, they've gone stagnant. So Martin will try to reverse, goes right side to Esri. Esri goes back, Gahan reads the play. Tolo couldn't make it. Marino goes all the way down, gives it off to Gahan, and Gahan makes the layup. AIS just need to slow things down, not panic. 13 points. It's not a big lead with, you know, a whole half Hunt left in the game. Loses the dribble there and is called for a travel in the end. Caitlin Rowe will come into the game now for her first minutes. I'm not sure if, if Dean Kinsman's used his timeout in this quarter or whether he just wants he's, them to stay out there. He's and used work two it out. this half. Yeah. Adelaide used one. I think they've got two and three from memory. Have to check the rule book on that one side. It used to be just two for the half, three for the second half, but now I believe it's it might one be... per quarter, two in the last quarter. Okay, because they gave up the 20-second timeouts. Yeah. yeah. Foley now flicks it across. This time, Adelaide with a bad pass, but it still manages to fall into Camino's hands. She drives oh. baseline, dishes to Whittle. Whittle with the easy two-foot lay-in. And they are now out by 15 points. Adelaide, 51 Leading the AIS 36. Real tradesman-like effort here. They haven't. Uh, they haven't looked. Uh, you know. They haven't looked. Katie Edsbury. Just a nice, good passing that time from the institute. Just moved the ball around, hit the open player, and Katie Edsbury scores their first basket in about four minutes. Goes back to Whittle now for three-point attempt. Rattles off the iron, and Martin will bring it down. Gives it to Hunt. Hunt into the front court on the left wing. Goes into the corner. Martin goes over the top. Tolo. Oh, oh, she leaves the layup short. Button is re redeemed by the fact that uh, Whittle couldn't grab the ball and it's over the baseline. It's more of that squandered opportunity we've looked. No one came in there to pick up Tolo and she really had an uncontested layup. 51-39. Adelaide shooting at 63. AOS shooting at 50. So it's not the end of the world for the AIS, but they've still got some work to do. This time, oh, I thought Moreno had travelled, but uh, no, they're going to send like Kate Rose. Yeah, Kate Rose going to send it to the line. Two players on, well, one player on 14 points. I've got two on the internet. But uh, certainly it has been a, a big night for Jenny Whittle. 14 points, 12 points to Gahan, 13 points to Camino, and Moreno now is up to six points, uh, five points for the game. 53-39 and Adelaide, just that steamroller to what looks like a pennant is underway. Hunt over oh. the top. Oh, too far for Ambitious pass. Tolo doesn't seem to be dealing very well with the, with the contest with Whittle. I mean, Whittle a, a lot bigger. Not height-wise, maybe only an inch or two height-wise, but Certainly the, their physiques are, are quite different and uh, Tolo just getting pushed around and, and not wearing it very well at the moment. 18 Marino, seconds. Tying Tiddlywinks. Dishes it out to Foley. Oh, Foley with a little push off there. No, no Esri. good shot. Esri. Oh, Rose missed the pass. Yep. Just a real sense of panic in the last four minutes or so from the Institute. They, I'm sure Dean Kinsman, that'll be the, uh, the theme of his 
half-time talk will be... Oh, Nicole Hunt just kicked Angela Marino's pocket. She was going all the way to the basket and just about to lay it up. Hunt just took it sweetly and cleanly away from her. They pushed it down the floor, had a, about a three-quarter shot that time. But uh, no good. But the half-time score, Adelaide 53, the AIS 39. The AIS just going pretty much stone cold there for the last four minutes. Yeah, it was terrible as the AIS just uh, looked like the proverbial kangaroo in the headlights. <laughs> Adelaide shooting at 59% from the field, 50% the AIS, 29% from outside the arc, 53 the AIS. So it's better there. But... Uh, once again, Adelaide finding their way to the free-throw line already. 18, 18 trips to the free-throw line, 17 converted. Then the AS only having three from five. It's part of that, that strength that they have. They can just drive. You know, you've got your Gahan, your um, Jess Foley, Renee Camino, Rebecca Duke. They're a quick, you know, good size. You wouldn't say they're big, but they're, they're certainly not guards either. They're in that, they're real, that real middling... I guess, yep. swingman position where they can play in the guard spot. They, they're big enough to play in a forward spot. And the, all four of them are, are very quick. And you can see why they get to the line a lot because a lot of teams have a, a lot of problem with trying to wrap them up. It is an interesting position in the game. We'll give you the box scores. Well, at the half, it is not a good sign for the AIS. 53-39. Joining us here for the third quarter is well, a player that would love to be out there, and I want to get it right now, even though you're leaving the program. Is it Mia or Maya Newley? It's Mia. Mia, yeah. okay. Yeah. Mia, it's uh, a pleasure to have you here joining us, but uh, why aren't you on the floor? Um, on Tuesday, we were about uh, three quarters away through practice, and I came off the screen and went on to- uh, big Mariana Tolo's foot and um, sprained a ligament in my ankle, so mm-hmm. I'm out unfortunately for this game but I'm really recovering well so I really want to be out there next week against Dandong. Now can you tell us who during draft week was uh, talking with you? Uh, yeah I can. Um, um, Adelaide came over, Dandenong, uh Townsville, um, Canberra had a chat, Bendigo and yeah that's, that's all. Yeah. I know you can't tell me who's going to get your services yeah. but where would you like to play? Uh, look, I really we haven't really decided anything yet, but um, so far I think Dandenong and Adelaide are the front runners. But um, yeah, so far just looking to finish off my season with AIS, and then things will start to get busy. So. Adelaide's a front runner, but uh, you've got to think about you might not get much court time behind all these girls. Yeah, well they're a very deep team, but um, when you look at the big picture, I guess you're training every day against really really good good girls and. Um, with the talent they've got, they might, might not all be there next season, so we never know. We're going <laughs> to. Yeah. Well, we look forward to your comments throughout the third term as the team gets ready to go again. What did uh, Coach Kingsman say at half time? Well, basically, turnovers have killed us in that half. In the last three or four minutes of that half, we um, sort of went on the back foot and uh, threw some passes that were easily picked off by Adelaide, so we're looking to come out more aggressive here get our big girls on the ring and um, push those players that played some big minutes last night. 
As we start up again, it is AIS with the ball. Hunt goes to Tolo on the right elbow, back outside to Hunt. Marino, she gets her wrong-footed, but now double-team as Gahan comes over to help out. Francis, down low, shoots over the top of Harley. Shot is short, and Gahan comes up with a rebound. That gives Foley a run down the floor. Sorry. Just Foley now with the ball, swings it to the Marino on the left-hand side. Just trying to get themselves organised. Adelaide, Harley with the ball... Over to Gahan, full over to the top of the key to Camino. She's a bit of shake and bake down there in the low post and manages to just loop up a, uh, a nice little shot, and that drops. Camino's got such a big leap, Mia. It's uh, pretty hard to defend someone like that. Yeah, definitely. Um, the first leap's really tough, but even tougher when she gets her second leap going, um, particularly trying to box her out. She's really, really athletic. Francis goes the behind pass to Tolo, who is cutting at the basket. Her layup doesn't fall, but Tolo's good enough to wrestle it off Foley and Whittle. She gets it back. Now, through the hands, but Francis just can't get it to drop, and this time Foley comes up with the rebound. Just Foley gives it the other end of the little handoff from Marino, but it's no good. She loses control. Francis now just kicks it forward to Edgery. Oh. Passing to Hunt in trouble. She managed to get it back to Katie Edgery and the two points for the AIS. Mayor, no stage in that play. Did the AIS look actually like they had control of the ball? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you our team. <laughs> Ball's over the side and a turnover is affected. So 55-41 here with 8 minutes and 33 seconds to go in the third term. And Hunt brings it down the right-hand side. Hands off to Cumming. Cumming goes back to Tolo in the paint and she draws the foul from Jenny Whittle. What's it like when you're facing up to someone like Harley there? You did it over in Adelaide where the crowd was definitely going one way. Yeah, well, she's, uh, she's a great veteran of the game and I guess it's a little bit intimidating when you go into the into the paint, but you can't be and you've got to go at her because, like, just then Tolo took it at her and she fouled, so... As Tolo makes the first and the second rattles out, Harley does the clean-up and gives it immediately to Marino. Two former Capitals teaming up together there. Gives it over to former AIS player in Jess Foley. Goes to Gahan. Outlet pass to Camino. And Camino rattles off the iron. Francis does the clean-up. Francis knew that wasn't dropping. She just waited and uh, let the ball drop into her hand. Francis across the back. Goes to Hunt. Hunt fakes the three. Drives in. Then the layup is only over to Tola who does the layup for the basket. A little piecemeal, but it gets done in the end. 55-44, 55-44, the AS rallying here, 11 points of difference, 7 minutes and 50 seconds, as Camino finds Marino, and the shovel puts it in. Ooh, McCall Hunt hits the deck there, ooh, it's getting testy, and yeah, McCall Hunt had something to say to the ref there about the uh, extra attention she's getting from Camino, ooh, not from Camino, from... And the charge is going against Tolo. Now, Mia, when you're in that situation watching what we're seeing, how physical this game is, how do you work your mindset to be able to control it? Uh, well, I think the first thing is we can't get too um, worked up with the refs. Um, I think sometimes that happens a fair bit in our game and uh, we've just got to work through it, play our own game and uh, try not to do tiny little fouls that are really obvious. Foley with the ball, right-hand wing for Adelaide, back to Marino. She drives the top of the key, kicks it to Gahan. Into Camino, one on three. Tolo's now four personal fouls with wow. that one. That's, if it is on Tolo, I don't know that it was. No, the foul was on Nikita Martin. This second. This season, Mayor, the team has had so many niggling injuries that have seen players like yourself. 
uh, Jamie Kennedy out at the beginning of the season. Then, of course, now Rebecca out at the end of the season. Throughout the year, you've had Langford on the bench. You've had a whole bunch of players that haven't been able to stay in the roster permanently. Yeah, we've, um, yeah, we've actually been hit by the injury bug a fair bit. Um, but at the moment, we're just working with getting everyone back on court, um, doing the little bits to make you better and all that sort of stuff. So. Camino's 15 points. This time, the inbound pass to Tolo is cut off by Gahan, and Gahan will give it back for the Adelaide Lightning. Oh, Marino sets up a three. It looked good off the hand, perhaps the iron, and it rattles away. Hunt kicks it down. It was coming who got the rebound over the top to Tolo that time, and Foley good enough to wrestle the ball into a jump ball situation. Adelaide have the arrow. Now, your years with the AIS, you have had world champs, also three WNBL seasons now. Um, how have you found the AOS experience? Oh, I've loved every minute of it. I really um, enjoy living here. We've got um, 12, 14 great girls to live with every day and um, the training's great, facilities are excellent and there's nothing you can ask for to develop your game. 59-44, there's been a scoring lull here, Sign. As Foley goes across to Harley, who's under the basket. France has got a hand on it. Gahan oh. got it back and then dropped the wrong decision there from Gahan. She did a brilliant job to get possession there, but then tried to flick in a, a really ambitious pass. It would be better to just scoop it around and, and retain possession and set up something a little more, a little easier. Oh, Francis ball on the floor, bounce past the Tolo. Gahan, pass, yeah. yeah. Gets in the way, and ends off to Foley. Foley to Camino in the paint. Oh, the pass oh, to wow. Marino was just... Uh, we've seen a lot of these look-away passes from your team and from Adelaide Mayor that just have gone nowhere. Yeah, I think that's just being um, really safe with the ball. I know sometimes you see a player in the corner of your eye, but at the end of the day, you've got you to know that that player's really open to, to pull that sort of thing off. Oh, sky hook from Francis. Francis. Hopefully that will get her going in this game. She's been very quiet. Call that the, the AIS needs to get Kayla a little more involved. They've done a good job, Adelaide of uh, oh and Camino then with the cheap shot. Foley jacked up a three-point attempt that Francis was rebounding, and that's only Camino's first personal foul. Where do you think the AIS experience can take you? Personally, like you're obviously opting to go WNBL, so that means a Siebel season, then a WNBL season rather than trying to go college. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I'm definitely looking to stay in Australia and play in, the, in a WNBL program, but basically, it just um, gives you up playing two or three seasons is really good um, for young girls at the AIS because um, a lot of the time, if you leave the AIS early and enter a oh. WNBL, sorry, WNBL program. Um, you can find yourself on the bench not playing many minutes, whereas here it's really evenly spread. We saw Kayla Francis score at the other end, but now Camino answers that with a three-point shot down Six, here. 62-48, and Camino really injecting herself in. Hunt brings it down. Camino tried to strike it away. Francis back to Hunt. Back to Francis, who was free. She's had Foley collapsed onto her. Oh, back wow. is Martin, a big opportunity to knock down a three. And five minutes left to go in the third term at 62-51. And whilst the uh, AIS haven't... Uh, haven't got under double figures yet in there. It has been a more promising quarter. Yeah, definitely. We're, uh, we've sort of uh, taken it at, the, at Adelaide more and um, we're really trying to expose them on transition defence this quarter because we know in the first quarter that sort of hurt them, so we're looking to push it back at them. 
is there any team, you've played them all now, any team that's going to beat Adelaide this year? Um, I don't think so. I think they're going to go ahead and win the championship. Uh, Mia can't tell us that she's playing for Adelaide next year. Right. But, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> she'd certainly like to join a team that's just won a championship. Definitely, yeah. I mean, certainly on paper, you, I mean, we've said it from the beginning of this season, but Adelaide are going to be the team to beat. They have a lot of depth, um, a lot of talent in that team. But um, I've got to say, tonight, they're not playing with the composure they had last night. They're playing a bit scrappy, a little undisciplined. And, you know, I'm sure Mia can tell us that any given night, you know, your, your brain and your, your mentally not in the game, it can really undo an entire team. And uh, mm. we, we talked off, uh, off uh, air before about... Uh, you know, is it going to be Sydney or Adelaide? And I think either of those teams are capable of winning depending on the night and how they're mentally prepared in that game. Definitely. All right, through hands, Woosnam now back injected into the game. Foley inside to Whittle on the elbow left side. Goes outside to Woosnam, back to Foley. Foley has been fouled by Hunt. And that's going to be Nicole Hunt's second personal foul. She just sort of slipped into Foley then. And, uh, well... It's interesting, your coach saying how soft is that, and that is the frustrating thing when it's not called at the same intensity and physicality right throughout the game there. Yeah, definitely. It's um, really frustrating when we get that sort of call against us and it doesn't really happen down the other end of the court, but like Ooh. we said, we can't get too wrapped up in referees. So. Marino's going to get the, the intercept here as Woosnam goes over the top. Camino wow. with a huge leap under the basket. She chases down the ball she pulled back in. Just can't finish it off with the layup. It's 64-51. Camino making a big shot there a few moments ago to get the Adelaide Link Lightning out to 13 points. Hunt now, top of the arc, goes right side to coming. Coming over the top. Francis on the elbow, just couldn't find really the range. For that shot. Yeah, Woosnam now. What's going on with Nicole Hunt? We'll have to ask you about that, Mia. She is just... Uh, anytime she's not ready for a shot, she seems to be nailing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes she gets caught um, with that shot that has to be shot at the last minute. But, um, second, sorry. Um, I'm not sure whether we see her out at training before, beforehand, shooting those buzzer beaters and start, try and practice 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. She knocks them every time. <laughs> Camino gets a three-pointer. Coming has a foot on the line as she replies on the baseline. So it's 67-53, three minutes 28. How can the AIS girls get back here, Mia? Um, I think we just need to really get stops at the defensive end. We're um, getting on the scoreboard, but we're just not getting the stops oh. down the other end. So really got to crack down man-on-man here. Foley just gets in. I'm surprised Nikita Martin's still got a jaw attached because that was a big shoulder into it. She picks herself up the floor as coming, has the ball in the front court. Goes through hands. Oh, Francis, 4-3, and it was all net. 67-2-56. Back down to 11 points, but we have to see them crack that uh, that, uh, double figures, I think, for them to get a real roll on here, Simon. Yeah, it'd be good to see it down under under 10 by three-quarter time break. Oh, oh coming. Wow. That was a fantastic play. It was all ball. And the man blindside has called the foul on coming. You can't get wrapped up in the grey team, can you, Mia? But, uh, gee whiz. How does the blindside yeah, man make a call on a frontside play when there's a man standing in front? Well, you know my opinion, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're preaching to the choir on this bench. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it eventually means that uh, Camino goes to the line. 
Kamina was trying a fadeaway jump, which uh, she was falling backwards because it was a fadeaway jump. It wasn't because coming and touched her. All coming touch was the ball. And the whistle came before, I think, the contact with the ball too. It was almost anticipation. Goes back into the game. Francis dumps it out to Martin. Martin gets around Harley, puts up the shot, nice. then drives to the baseline and makes the shot. 68-58, it's 10 points. As Gayhan gets the pass from Woosnam. It'll go back to Woosnam now who's setting. No, it goes to White Line Fever. Gives it off to Whittle. Whittle off to Gayhan. Gayhan, oh, leaves the layup short. It's tapped away by Francis. Gives it off to Hunter. Runs down the right wing. Run, Hunt now drives at the baseline. Crosswoods and eventually tapped out Duke getting a hand onto it. Well, the, the lucky bounces and, and shots are starting to fall the AIS's way. So, But, uh, of course, you don't want to be relying on that sort of stuff to get back into the game, but they're doing a, a very good job of keeping the pressure up to Adelaide. Gay sets for three, leaves it off the side of the iron. She chases down her own rebound to get a reset on the shot. We are two minutes, two, three-quarter time. Craig Ravel, Simon Peters, and me and Newley joining us for this third quarter. It's um, Martin who drives around the arc, gives it off in the outlet pass to Hunt, who eventually puts up a shot. It doesn't come down off the iron, and Woosnam cleans it up. Gets it into the front court to Camino. Woosnam now at the centre circle. Langford's gone back out there. I thought Francis took a piece of the arm, but Hunt's going to be called now on White Line Fever for the pass. We call Rebecca Duke White Line Fever because she's such a nice girl off the court, but when you get her on there... Who would be the white line fever of your team there, Mia? Um, I reckon Jamie Kennedy is pretty tough on the court. She's a lovely girl off court, but um, she's, you know, not dirty at all, but she's really got that, um, she's a real robust guard, Intensity. so she can really um, set a good screen and um, chases down those rebounds and can send you flying sometimes. <laughs> Duke makes <laughs> one. experience there, <laughs> Duke well, gets one from two at 69.58. And uh, we might. Have you been rooming, or have you had your own room throughout the AIS? Um, we've got in, in the new residences now. Sorry, we've got a um, apartment style living, so we've all got got our own rooms. But um, there's about five or six rooms in each pod. So. Oh, okay. So we'll find out about a few of maybe your road trip roommates oh. <laughs> before we uh, let you go. Gayhan gets the pass, goes back outside to Whittle. Now to Camino, they work around the arc. Woos them. And Martin now is getting called for her third personal foul. It's its free trip to the line because it's, it's over five team fouls. Well, it's five team fouls. Six team fouls now uh, to two. And uh, it's interesting because uh, uh, Phil Brown told me uh, a few years ago that uh, this is the only ground in world basketball where the home team gets more fouls than the away team. <laughs> there is no in the history of, yeah. Yeah, there is, in the history of basketball. Let me make this statement. Uh, no, I don't think he was about as grand as I'm relating. Gayhan makes his shot and it's 71 to 58. As the AS have one minute to go, we still want to hear your road trip nightmares with the teammates, the worst teammate to stay with, Mia, uh, and the best. <laughs> You only, sure you've only got one more. You don't have another road trip with these girls. I'm not sure that there's anyone uh, that's really bad. I'm sure they've got more dirt on me than I can oh, tell, tell oh, on them. Okay. Well, we'll pick your teammates <laughs> As Francis tries the three, Whittle rattles off the iron. Picks up her third personal. Off the ball. Bit of push and shove there with Carla Francis. It's been a physical game, Mia. Do you like it when it gets this physical, or would you prefer it to be a bit more clinical? Oh, oh Kate Gay. No, I guess it it doesn't matter. Um, 
when it depends on what side of the scoreboard you're on. So, you know, when you're on the, when you're on the right side, it's, you know, it's all right either way. Duke has the ball over the tops of Foley. Kennedy's on her. Outlets to Harley. Harley can't get away from Langford. Hand goes in from Kennedy on the pass. that was going to Foley. Goes out to Langford. Back to Kennedy. Kennedy runs down the floor. They have to set up quickly here. As the pass... Oh, goes out to Martin. Martin's air ball is too long. And it's off Gahan. Ten seconds left. And Kinsman was standing in, in right between us and, and Martin there. I thought uh, the ball had gone straight out of bounds. Yeah. It's Langford, goes back to Martin, Martin fakes, has the player go to her, leaves the shot short, and with three seconds left, it is going to be Woosnam from the backcourt who puts up the shot and leaves it short. Mia, thanks very much for your time joining us here on Sport Radio. No problem, thank you. Mia Newley joining us for that quarter. It's been a great pleasure having you along. Now we've got to find out the dirt on Mia from her teammates. Yeah, we're talking to the wrong girl apparently. (laughs) They're all angels, it's just Newley that's the troublemaker. (laughs) We'll have some investigative journalism going on now. Over the coming weeks to see what we can find out. It's 71 to 60 here at the final change, and it's not really a change, a final break. I'm getting ready for the AFL season <laughs> on QBNFM and, and sportradio.com.au. 24 points for Rene Camino, and this is where we say, well, it doesn't matter if Phillips doesn't score it, because Camino can score it if Camino doesn't score it. Harley's going to get you at least double figures. Or she's or, up there. Yeah. She's up there with 16, and if, uh, yeah, if you're still looking for someone who's not a five, but can play five to get you some points, Gahan's in there, and she'll play from, uh, she'll play easily from two to five without uh, too much trouble, depending on uh, who's standing at her. I think it was the game against uh, Sydney, Last week, we saw Jess Foley knock up 30 points, so plenty of scoring on this uh, Adelaide team. Just being handed the box score, the, uh, the shooting still at a very high They're shooting at 50%. Uh, and sorry, yep, 50%. Uh, Adelaide shooting at 55 The rebound count is very much in favour of the AIS. They've got 26 boards to 19. Just haven't been able to, to comp to, I guess, um, you know, affect some of that advantage. They've just been struggling. They've been unlucky with a lot of stuff. And, and you know, five or six unlucky, you know, unable, being unable to put the ball away or to, to um, really take advantage of those opportunities can easily turn into, you know, your 11 points that you've got here. So, uh, Nicole Hunt, Katie Gaze, I saw something that I'm not going to say on air just a moment ago after the <laughs> game. I'm going to tell you about it. Gayla Francis is Kennedy and, uh, and Langford against Foley, Woosnam, White Line Fever, Gayhan and Camino. As Hunt gives it off to Gaze for three, jacks Ooh. up an air ball. 71 play 60 here into the last 10 minutes of this match. We need uh, Kate Gaze to invoke some of that family skill and some of Uncle Andrew's shooting, I think. Because they don't have the newly touch out there. No, no, no. It was a great pleasure to have her uh, join us for that quarter. It was very entertaining. She was very diplomatic. Yes, yeah. and to be fair, she didn't tell me at any stage she's playing for Adelaide next year. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Nicole Hunt's fourth personal. That is a important foul for the AIS. I must say, Nicole Hunt has done well, racked up 13 points, but it's not really her game tonight. It's it's more a game for a gaze coming, um, or Kennedy 
with the matchups because uh, Adelaide don't go except for Marino that short. No, as well to to be being defended by uh, much larger players all night really. As Hunt goes left side, gets around Camino. Eventually, Woosnam does the defence there as she was cutting to the basket. Gay Hahn gets it back to Camino, and oh. Camino doesn't finish off. Wow. That you don't see too often at all, and considering that these teams are shooting over 55%, there's an arm bar on Jess Foley there that has been deemed illegal. Yeah, just drew a bit of contact there as, as Hunt was trying to... Blow past the hunt and Langford come off. Steph Cumming and Jamie Kennedy are on now for the AIS. So Cumming will have the ball on the sideline. Over to Gay, splits it over to Kennedy. Camino on her. That's Steph Cumming. Drops it in to Tolo. Oh, Ooh, Tolo wrestling around with it, manages to pick it up. Flick it out to Kayla Francis. The three is no good. Just get the feeling the AIS is settling a little too easily for that three point shot. They're working very well. They're breaking down the defence, but it's almost like the first option is to flick out and try to hit that three. As it woos them, goes to Duke. Duke, oh, has got an arm in the back from Gaze, and that is going to see. And once again, it was another soft call. Gaze only had a resting arm. It, uh, it belies the fact that we've seen people had their heads ripped off already tonight. Well, it's the, it's the, you know, it's the same old story week in, week out. You, all you ask for is that consistency. Mm. You know, if you're going to call soft, you call soft all game and on both teams. Second shot doesn't go in for white line fever and it will be Francis. Kennedy then on to Gaze to get in the front court. They try to dump over and this is a pass to Tolo and this is why I say I believe that... Uh, Duke is one of the best players for versatility in the league. She just manages to pick off the pass going high to Tolo. Kennedy has got the foul being called on her against Foley, a pushing foul when Foley was stepping out of play. Yeah. When it's not your night, it's not your night. Nope. <laughs> and Nikita Martin now on the AIS. Step coming, no, coming still on. So Kate Gay's coming off there for Martin. Kennedy goes over the top to Francis. Francis goes back to Martin. Martin rolls off, gives it back to Kennedy. Kennedy dumps over the top to Francis. This time Tolo has got an open lane to the basket. It's 74-62, 7 minutes 58, and it's a 12-point ball game. Plenty of time. Duke, kick-out pass going to Woosnam. Back now to Gayhan. Gayhan drives straight down the centre on Martin. Oh, how did they call that a foul? Where was Gayhan impeded in that play? Well, the thing that strikes me about it is seeing the person who's drawing the contact. And in that contest, it was definitely Gayhan. She had the arm bar out and drew the contact with with uh, Jamie Kennedy. No, sorry, it was um, Nikita Martin. Martin, yeah. And that's so going to put Martin on four personal fouls for the night. She's got 13 points along with Nicole Hunt. So both the scorers tonight for the AIS, much has been the way for the season, both the scorers, 13 points apiece, Martin and Hunt, both with four fouls. You also have three fouls sitting on Tolo and Francis on two. Three for Kennedy now. Um, that's really where your trouble sets in because the only player with three fouls is Harley on the Adelaide Lightning side. So, you know, when you look at 100 fouls on the scoreboard, and best scoreboard in the league, AIS Training Hall, you see 100 fouls on one side and, uh, what, 
uh, five, six, seven, eight fouls for the game called on the opposition. It's a... Uh, it 19 does. to 7 at three-quarter time. Yeah, well, it's got worse than that. I'm having trouble with the stats tonight. That's why I haven't given you as many stats as I would like. But uh, And the other fact is John Keogh is now living in Sydney, so uh, the, uh, the best caller in the Sport Radio team has left the building. As uh, Well, we look at fouls. 23 to 8 currently. Got to talk to John because I looked through the Finn review the other day. Didn't see his name. No, no, he's uh, only just been doing the training this week. Oh, okay. So we'll give give him a couple of weeks. Give him a couple of weeks to get settled in the (laughs) Finn review there. Um, As enthralling as the financial review was. uh, Well, you might see the basketball content increase now. John (laughs) Keogh's there. I'm sure he's cringing at our comments. But uh, as Kennedy now goes up the left hand side, goes to coming, coming now. Works it to Francis, not on the left lane yet. She drives to the baseline, Ooh. puts a shot up onto the, the side, side of the backboard. backboard yeah. And they've um, called that a turnover as, uh, well, Whittle was trying to get into the game there, but the buzzer was late. 76-62, 7 minutes 29, the AS needs some defensive stops. White line feeder, Ooh, kicks it wide to Foley. Goes back to Gahan, across court to Woosnam. Oh, oh, tapped away coming. by coming, yeah. And it's Martin. He'll have some interesting interviews tonight, that's for sure, Simon. As, oh, they tried to pass around the back. Cumming does well, but the pass was just soft, and that gave Camino an easy open layup. Just these little, you know, they're just half-second lapses of concentration, but they've really hurt the AIS tonight. Oh, it's pressure. Camino stopping Martin uh, Kennedy. Goes to Tolo, then on to Cumming, back to Kennedy, now to Francis. Francis has Martin. Martin almost got away from Foley there, but uh, they're just crowding up too much in offence, is my call here. High pass. Francis, good enough to pull it in. Not good enough to avoid the travel. Another turnover. 78-62. Not the IS's night. And Adelaide are going to what, go to 14 games, 15 games straight here with... Uh, well, a, a, a very strong performance without being electric from the Lightning. Very nice. <laughs> Jen Whittle with the ball now, right hand, top of the key. Flicks it right to Rebecca Duke. Duke. Drops it to Foley at the top of the free throw line. Into Whittle. It's broken up and Angela Marino ends up waltzing it out of bounds. The only thing I'd like to see... like. I'd like to see Duke uh, make a few more three-point attempts when she's got that open look. Just uh, back herself a bit more. Uh, not that she lacks any confidence, of course. Oh, great drive to the basket by Nicole Hunt and gets the layup around the charging Whittle that time. Well, no defence on Hunt there, so she was pretty much able to run to the basket. Whittle having to recover. Francis is working on Duke, who gets the ball back after Francis touches away, finds Gahan in the paint, and Gahan makes the shot. 80 plays, 64. Hunt tries to go again. This time dumps it off to Tolo. Tolo outlets to Esri. Esri goes to Francis. Francis' three-point attempt rattles around the basket, and I mean it went around that ring and went out. Foley now goes to Marino, drives baseline. She doesn't get it to drop, but Gahan is strong enough to get it from in front of Tolo. Now it's Whittle playing in the arc. She's feeling probably a little bit tired, game two of this big weekend. It's Marino working around the arc, goes back to to Whittle, who turns into the paint. Jump shot doesn't fall, but Francis is good enough to pull in the rebound, although a pass to Hunt was... uh, Quite a tough one. And Foley going into Hunt's leg then. And Hunt really worried me about her knee when I saw that uh, yeah. collapsing back. Yeah, just both um, 
Foley did it really busted the guts to get over there and just sort of lost a little bit of control at the end there. Slid a little bit with the feet and uh, ended up collecting Hunt. But, um, yeah, it's becoming a big ass now. Five minutes and 13 seconds left in the game. Uh, the AIS down by 16, Adelaide 80, leading yeah. the Institute 64. They got it as close as... Oh, my screen in this quarter got it as close as 11 points. So... As you said, it is going to be a, a, a huge comeback by the AS. Not as if they can't come back, but... Uh, Not at all impossible, when but... They've, um, when they've been coming back, they haven't been coming back against the uh, Adelaide All-Stars. The best, best team in the country at the moment, yeah. Yep. So, um, but to their credit, they've, you know, they've, they've had a, a bit of an ordinary night. They've struggled with their passing a bit. Um, they've, yeah, they've been... I think hard done by with the foul count, but um, you know there've been moments where they've been a bit of a brain snap and a bit of uh, but um, in general they've held themselves together well, and I think that's the biggest biggest thing out of this team that we've seen over the, over the last sort of 12 to 18 months is the maturity they've really become women and and have become legitimate WNBL players. 55 to 45 is the shooting percentage at the moment. Caitlin Rowe has uh, certainly given White Line Fever a good hit on the way through there. And uh, it's going to be Caitlin Rowe's second foul, and they were in offence. So not a good one out of the timeout. Not the uh, play that Coach Kinsman was running, that's for sure. No. But, uh, well, maybe they'll get Juki to think again. I don't think Juki will be phased by that. As Marino on the right 45 goes to Foley. Foley tries to get the baseline open from Esri. Has to go back to Marino now. Four seconds left on the shot clock. Marino tries to cut in. Francis gets a hand on the ball. And eventually Gayhan just has to jack something up. And it was a nothing shot because she had a back to the basket. I don't know where Marino was going there, but it was like an over-the-left-hand shoulder reverse shovel. I'm not quite sure what it was. I don't know if it was a shot or a pass, (laughs) but... uh, Good screen by Francis. Got Hunt a bit of breathing space. She goes down to Martin. Martin has to come back. She couldn't get a look over Foley. That's goes a foul back they to called that one finally. Oh, and Hunt just jacked up a shot afterwards and made yeah. it. Hopefully that... Uh, well, it's your first foul of the night for Angela Marino? I don't think so. Well, it is on the scoreboard, my friend. <laughs> and that's what... Uh, well, they pay those refs for big bucks, I guess. Yep. As Esri takes off on the drive this time, Rebecca Duke has put her hand, she's looked around and she's gone, because Rebecca Duke thought it must have been off the ball, that foul. She put her hand on the passing player and they've called it now. Let's have a uh, square up. Did someone say square up? 23-8 at uh, halfway through the fourth quarter and uh, we've seen three fouls. This one going to Gayhan, her third personal. And uh, that will take us now to about 24 to 10. So I'll be 24-11 as soon as my screen updates. So that'll be doing nothing different than what they've done all game. Right. All of a sudden they pick up three fouls playing the same defence they've done all game. Yep. Francis now. Misses the first, gets the second. And it's 82-64. So Duke on the right 45. Goes to Gay, no, cuts Gayan out, gives it to Whittle. Whittle was thinking about a three-point attempt. Francis's hands were strong. Now goes back to Marino. Marino jacks up a three-point attempt, rattled off the iron, and then it's Martin. Goes to Rowe, goes back to Martin. Camino's sitting on the floor waiting to come back in. 
I think the ref almost tripped over a leg <laughs> as uh, Hunt bounced pass over to Rowe, goes back to Hunt now. Foley never left her once. No, Hunt, though, tried to wrong foot Foley. Francis went out for the three-point attempt, jacked it up. She thought she was fouled, so she threw the ball in yeah. the air. No call. And it, More uh, contact in that drive than there was in the, in the, the last trip down the floor where three fouls were called. Yeah. Inbound ball. Camino comes in, gets it from... Uh, Marino who drove it down and Camino puts up an air ball you don't see that too often but the ball lucks a fortune Whittle gets it back and Camino gets the the give and puts the layup in Hunt almost had Gayan try to strip her they're still putting plenty of pressure in the backcourt AS don't like backcourt pressure Hunt tries the layup rattles out 82-65 three minutes to go Marino brings it down. Oh, Whittle for three. Oh, Bang. Roe just... Jagger in the heart. Yeah. Oh, wow. Crank up the bus. And, oh, it looks like... Uh, well, Jess, uh, Jess Marty now is uh, just given the signal that she's going to sub in after that timeout. 20-point ball game and they're bringing Jess Marty in. That's not a... It's not a bad call-up, but gee, it's disappointing that Jess isn't involved in the game in well, an important time. Considering... Yeah, you'd be hoping they're keeping a, trying to keep a fit looking for finals and stuff because... Jess Marnie's a hell of a player. And uh, the other thing is, you're looking at Phillips with an ankle. Now, ankles, they don't heal quickly fully. Mm. If you've got some ligament damage like Mia has, it's every conceivability that you might go the next week all right, but it's very easy to trip up again and put you out for a longer period. You think you'd want to have Marnie fresh. You've got Woosden playing one when Marino's not on the court. Yeah. You know, you think you want some more point guards with... But it certainly hasn't been all night, so... Um, no, just, you know, I, I, there's nothing wrong with Vicky Volk's doing. She's leading the competition by three games, you know, so it's not as if she's doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting one anyway. As the AS will have the ball from the baseline, 20-point lead to the Adelaide Lightning. Sportradio.com.au AIS Basketball. Second last time we'll see this team on the floor. The last time we'll see them on the floor is next Saturday night as Francis tries to take the drive on Whittle. That will get Whittle. That'll get Whittle's fourth personal foul. And send Kayla Francis to the line. So 24 to, to 13 now is the foul count. Oh, Francis misses the first again. Story of the night, really. Just missed opportunities for the AAS have, have hurt them dearly. And Francis makes the second. One sub to come in. Sam Woosnam will give Harley a break. And you'd wonder if you'll see Harley for the rest of the night. Two I minutes and 49. Pulled her a little earlier, to be honest. <laughs> but, uh, although, no, this AIS team can pour a lot of points in it. Hurry. Well, both teams are going to stop the clock on any foul now because they're both in the bonus. Woosnam, oh, Marnie ran away, had to come back into the corner. Marnie takes on Esri and puts up, a jab, puts up a big J over the top of Esri. Doesn't drop, but Marnie will go to the line. Esri gets her second personal foul. And Freitas gets comes off the game. Oh, no, for Gahan. For Gahan. And uh, that's an interesting sub as well, isn't it? You would have thought Freitas would have got more time earlier as she uh, was put into the game reasonably early against the Cavs. As Marnie makes the second. 
not the first. 85 plays, 66 as Moreno ends up on the lap of uh, Jamie Kennedy. A danger to herself and everyone around her. As that was just horrible. I had to look away there. I thought that was going to be a very serious accident. Yeah, well, her neck ended up on about the knee of Jamie Kennedy. So uh, it's not a pretty sight. We walk the floor, Hunt makes the first and it's back down to a 19-point ball game with a shot to come. Second, rattles around. Francis does the rebounding, puts it in and yep. fouled by Freitas. So now Francis will go to the line to shoot two. And this is how you build up points here. You, you know, yeah, I don't say you tank the second shot, but uh, no. <laughs> you know, you're certainly you're not running the clock down. You're not running the clock down. That's right. You've made a four-point play there, so that's good news for the institute. Down to 16 now. 86 plays 70. We made it a five-point play too. Yeah, because yep. it was a foul shot. That, it was a missed foul shot that got you the next foul. Marnie goes to Woosnam. Back to Marnie on the right-hand side. Freitas in the paint. Shot goes up, yep, banks it in. As they bring the ball down, Hunt on the... Oh, finds Esri cutting, and Esri just put up a jump shot as she was cutting, not a layup. It looks spectacular. 88-72, Marnie backs back, goes to Woosnam. Woosnam thought about going back to Marnie, found Marino driving on the left lane, layup is left short, Francis gets it back to Hunt, Hunt bounces it onto a foot, we saw that a few times last night, players doing that, but the layup's not converted, Freitas settles it down, and Woosnam gets the ball in hand, and just gets some sanity back into the game. Minute 39, 88 plays 72, Adelaide leading the AIS. Camino now, over the top to Marnie. Marnie, oh, jacked up a big shot, no call, it's at the feet of Martin and rolls down over the baseline Adelaide's ball. So just Marnie definitely fouled there, nothing you know, intentional or, or malicious but wrapped up and fouled and no call this time. Hunt falls to the ground and... Marino just pushed her over, that's why she fell to the ground, so Marino picks up her I don't think it's only her second. It's her first. No, it went on nine, it went on oh, Sam Woosnam. Wow. Duke returns to the game as Marino will sit down, minute 25. Why is that from the side? Um, they were offense, it was an offensive foul, that's why it's yes. from the side. Yep, yep. Uh, Duke gets a hand on the pass. Marnie keeps it in, gives it to Camino, who will run down the floor. And this time, Cunning has put Freitas down to the ground, and that is going to send Adelaide to the line. This I don't quite know the, what happened. With the way that this game is being called, people are just going to get hurt because there's no control over that out there. It's so inconsistent. You know, they're letting stuff go. They're not calling stuff. And then they're calling really soft stuff. It frustrates the players. And then the really physical stuff is the stuff they're letting go. As Freitas makes both. Four points for her for the game. Hunt now bringing it down the right-hand side. Comes back towards the centre as she crosses the half. Goes right side, left side to Cumming. Cumming's got the Camino watching her. Cumming gets away from Camino for a moment. Puts up a screen on white line fever. That was a good screen too as Hunt gets it away to Esri. Esri goes back to Cumming now for the three. All net. Man, they got some shooters. Yeah, they have. (laughs) 90 plays, 75 here with 47 seconds left. Woosnam. Francis goes to Woosnam. And Francis, even the, even Brendan Parnell, who's doing the uh, courtside announcing, is frustrated with the fouls here. 
he, he, I don't know if you picked that up in the effects mic, but it was like another foul. Just, <laughs> <laughs> the, the call was just uh, depressing. Wooster <laughs> nailed the first. 91 plays 75. I've got to remember my voice carries a long way in this training hall. <laughs> Inbound, Francis. Oh, almost five-second violation there. Hunt is getting it into the front court now. Marty oh, throws the ball away. Goes to coming, coming back to Martin. Martin Esri. Esri hunts down the floor here. 32 seconds left in the game. 92-75 as... Esri over the top. Hunt from the corner. Jacks up the shot. Rattles off the iron. Martin Marnie runs it down. Gives it to Wisdom. This game is over. All but the shouting. As Marnie just backs lightly back into coming. Coming. Oh, you are joking. No, Marnie nothing. just draws it out of coming. That was a good foul. I mean, not a good foul. The, the foul was definitely there, and that should have been called. Marnie did well. She just sucked it. Pretty much. Third yeah. personal for Steph Cumming. Misses the first. This Marnie's been around for a while now. She's a smart player. Knocks down the second of the free throw. So 93 now. No, it's still, yes, 93 to 75. Ooh. Oh, Hunt's losing control of it. Taps it out towards Cumming. Francis gets the ball back. Jacks up the three at the end of the game. But it doesn't fall, and it is all over. 93 to 75, as Simon Peters is about to go out and, uh, well, have a chat to a few of the Adelaide Link Lightning and both of the coaches, probably a few of the AIS as well. And, uh, well, looking at the scorers, it will be... Uh, well, a tale of two sides here with Camino, 28 points for the game, Gahan 20 and Jenny Whittle, 19. For the AIS, 16, Nicole Hunt, 15, Kayla Francis and 13, Nikita Lee Martin. So uh, I think Dean Kinsman will be the, uh, the first that uh, Simon has a chance to have a chat with. As uh, Well, he's trying to hunt them down now. We will hear from Simon Peters in just a moment with Dean Kinsman. Okay, I've got here with me uh, Dean Kinsman. Frustrating night, Dean. Oh, it certainly was. You know, like uh, they're going to get to the three-throw line as many times as they are. They, you know, we're up against it every time that happens. And uh, it continually happens. It's uh, a bit of a scourge for us for the last three seasons. And I'm not sure exactly what the answer to it is, but, you know, certainly that's a big difference in the game. Certainly something we comment on each week is that you know, certainly as a, as a coach and as a player as well, you want that consistency. You, you know, if, if the uh, calls are going to go one way, then you can adjust the way you play to get around that stuff, but that just seems to not be there, and that seems to be the undoing. Yeah, well, you know, we're just going to persevere. You know, I can't really sort of comment on those areas, but, you know, there is a huge disparity in, in, our, in the free throw count, and, and again, I, you know, I can't put my finger on it, but, you know, obviously we've got to tidy up our defence a little bit, like 93 points is, is too many. Um, you know, we've got to keep working at it. We've got to keep working at closing down people. And, um, you know, like I'm, they're, they're a hell of a team. You know, like they've, got, they've, got a, they've got a team and a half. And, you know, I, I think we did a pretty good job. You know, over the 40 minutes, a few lapses in concentration and a couple of cheap turnovers, and they, they hurt you off of that. So uh, They did a pretty good job of, um, of keeping Kayla, Francis quiet, and Mariana Tolo quiet. They're normally two of your, your big guns. Yeah, I, I don't think they... 
played that well together in tandem today. Uh, you know, like they have been working off of each other pretty well. I thought today they it was more or less like one was stepping up and then the other was drifting off and then vice versa. So they never really got going together. And uh, yeah, we need those two working well together because that frees up a lot of people on the perimeter as well when the defence comes in and sags in on top of them. So uh, you know, they've had a great year. And I, I, to be honest with you, I think they've, the year's catching up to them. Um, you know, young bodies and Kayla's played 155 games now in uh, 13 months. So, you know, that's five WNBA seasons in, in 13 months. So it's a huge effort. She's got a heart, you know, so good on her. The, um, yeah, you mentioned before the, the Adelaide team. It's a, it's a hell of a lineup. You guys really stuck with them. It's really only, I guess, late in that third quarter where they started to bust out that lead to just above 10. But uh, even so, you know, I mean, it turns out being 18 in the end. But there were moments even in that fourth quarter where you guys were able to keep your composure. I mean, you mentioned that it was a frustrating night and there were things going on, lapses of concentration and stuff. But uh, we've commented all season that the big difference with with your team now is that sense of maturity that they they take that stuff on the chin a lot better than they did, you know, obviously two or three years ago. Oh, without question. You know, like, uh, they've, they've learned how to compete now. And there are moments, you know, where teams, you know, get after us for three to five minute brackets. and But we respond well. Like, there was a, a situation in the third quarter that really, really could have easily got away from us. Um, you know, we come back and we stuck a few defensive stops and then got some scores and got a little bit of momentum, got it back to 12 again. And, and then, you know, even in the last bit there, like, we're still... They, they, good teams make you pay and they, they hit the big shots when they need to but this team has really matured, they've come on 12 months time when uh, 9 of these girls are in the league, they're going to make a contribution to other teams, so you know that's what we're all about and they're going to get good players coming out so that's good for the, good for the league yeah, I guess it's, it's easy to lose sight of sometimes that, that this team isn't supposed to win games it's here as a development league thing and it's uh, you know when, when you are doing well and winning games that's always just a bonus. Absolutely, well you know you look at our record this year, we've won eight games and that's more than we've won in the previous four years combined. So, that's, you know, winning two games, a game for us is like winning two games because it's, it's, a, it's a big thing. Um, and, and winning's a part of culture as well and the girls now leaving have got a little bit of a feeling of what it's like to win. So when they get into some teams that are, uh, you know, going to be up around the finals and so forth like that, they'll, they'll taste that even more. So uh, I'd expect them to really grow with that and, and shine. Right, well, we'll let you get back to the girls. They're all warming down now, and we'll uh, catch up with you for the last game of the season next week. Yeah, cheers. We're looking forward to it. Nine girls graduating, so, you know, it's a special game for them. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, we hopefully they go out, you know, playing really, really well, so showing everybody what they can do. So, Thanks for your time, Dean. No problem at all. As it is over to the winning coach now, Simon Peters, showing that fleet of foot that we uh, enjoy so much. And, of course, uh, he will have a chat with Vicky Vork and uh, who's actually, at the moment, having a chat with Angela Marino. 93-75, looking at the scorers here, and it was a leading scorer. OK, for we've got oh. with us here from the Adelaide Lightning, Sam Wisdom. Another tough night at the office, but you must be pretty happy with the, uh, the two wins for the weekend. Uh, yeah, really happy to get the two wins. Um, we went into the weekend knowing that Vic couldn't be playing Erin Phillips, sorry. She injured herself at practice, so we've just been extra cautious coming up to finals. So we knew we wouldn't, wouldn't have her, and also Lauren King's sick, so she's not with us. But the two girls that came on the road did a good job, so yeah, pretty happy. Definitely. I mean, the, yeah, the, uh, I guess you've, you've locked in that first place, even regardless of the results this weekend, you're not going to lose that first place. So why would you play any of your, your, your big guns with the finals coming up? But um, that being said, I mean, the, the depth that's in your team is just amazing. You're able to bring in people from those, you know, come on road trips, yourself playing in that one spot and then sort of taking on part of um, 
Aaron's role as well. So it's you guys must be feeling pretty excited about finals. Uh, yeah, we are pretty excited, and it's something um, we get to t- actually test out our depth when we don't have players playing. So it's good, you know, we talk about how deep we are, and it's good to see the girls when they come on, they actually do play well. So yeah, we're all looking forward to finals, and finally actually playing in Adelaide, looking forward to it team even more. <laughs> do you get do you get to the stage? I think it was last week where you locked in that spot where you're just like, come on, next two weeks, just hurry up because we want to start finals? Oh, definitely. I can't wait till the first final. But, I mean, uh, today's game and, and next week's game is going to be hard for us knowing that we do have that first spot. But we just have to take every game like we're, we're playing the first final to keep our intensity there and keep working hard. So you'd be definitely looking to keep that home court advantage, get the final. Uh, um, what's the, the plan ahead? Do you know if you guys will be playing at the, um, what's it called now, the big... The Dome, it's called, isn't it, yeah. now? The, is that where you'll be playing all your finals games? Yeah, we'll be playing there. We actually played all of our games there this season. So we got out of Wayville. It was too hot and not enough air, con- no air conditioning. So we went to the Dome and, um, yeah, we're definitely playing there and looking forward to it. There's a lot of history there and a lot of uh, just to be playing finals there must be just a huge buzz for you. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it will be a huge buzz to me. And, um, I mean, oh, well, we didn't win the last final there. We won the last final in Sydney. But I've played a couple of, in a couple of grand finals there and hopefully um, we'll pack it out. So it would be good. Excellent. We'll let you get back to those feet that you were talking about earlier. But thanks very much for catching up with us. And hopefully we'll hear from the coach of the Adelaide Link Lightning in just a moment as Simon decides to just carry an off-air chat on with uh, Sam Woosnam. Of course, uh, well, it has been a dominating performance, as I said. It is, uh, well, Simon now heading over to the coach, perhaps, if we're lucky. Uh, 28 points for Renee Camino. You'd think you'd have a chat to her, wouldn't you? As uh, I've got as, uh, four points to Rebecca Duke. Then also four points to Emily Friders. Then two points to Sam Woosnam and two points to Jess Marnie. For the AIS, it is... 16 points to Nicole Hunt, 15 points to Kayla Francis, 13 to Nikita Lee Martin, 9 points to Mariana Tolo, and also then 7 points to Esri, 5 points to Katie Gaze, the scorers for... Oh, 10 points to Stephanie coming. I might have missed that as well. But uh, at the end of the game, personal fouls, 28 to 16... The turnovers, 27 on the AAS, 18 on Adelaide. Another big, big stat. Rebounds, though, 35 to the AAS, 34 to Adelaide. So still shooting at 51.8% for the game was the Adelaide Lightning, up against 45.9 for the uh, for the AIS. Simon's still over there having a chat with uh, Vicky Vork and also Erin Phillips. But we might wrap up here now from the AS Training Hall. It's all Adelaide this weekend in Canberra with the AAS going down to the Adelaide Lightning who have cemented top spot on the ladder, 93-75. to 75. On behalf of Simon Peters... Craig Revell, wishing you all the very best until next Saturday night when we'll join you for the AIS versus the Dandenong Rangers. Thanks for joining us on sportradio.com.au AIS Basketball.